0: Meet Megan. Hi. A professional wedding photographer and professional wedding planner, Emily. Hey there. Together, with 20 years experience in planning, designing, and shooting all things wedding, they'll discuss how it's so much more than pretty pictures and a fun party. Welcome to Wedding Therapy, a podcast exploring why it is that weddings bring out the best and worst in people, and how to navigate relationships and conflicts during the wedding planning process and beyond
1: hello and welcome to the wedding therapy podcast
2: that's your host Megan Lubeck
1: and that's your other host Emily Sutherland
2: it is another gloomy day in Los Angeles (laughs) which is so weird Um, we're having rain and it feels like it was just summer last week Um, but we are here uh, talking with a very special guest Uh, we have J.P. Reynolds And he is a master officiant (laughs) in the Los Angeles area, I would gather, and beyond. Um, And he's also a corporate communications coach and trainer. And he is co-host of the Wedding Ceremony podcast, which might sound familiar to you guys because Megan and I um, were actually guests on it. Gosh, was that like a month,
1: two months Probably, yeah. Um.
2: We were guests on there, and uh, he's a co-host with Clint, and of all ironies, J.P. wasn't there that week. Yeah. So we got to talk all about wedding ceremonies without you, and then when we wrapped up, Clint was like, you guys have got to talk to J.P. Yeah. (laughs) So we were like, okay. And little did we know that you have several books, and you're this expert on communication, which also ties into writing wedding vows. Right. Um, which was super fascinating mm-hmm. to both of us. We so, were
1: really excited about that subject. We hadn't thought of that before.
2: Yeah, and as a wedding planner, it's not really something that my couples ask for my help on. <laughs> um, I generally hear when things aren't going well, mm. but I'm not really used as a resource at all, so this is really, right. really fun. So anyways, we're so glad to sit down and hang out with you today. Well,
0: I am just... Delighted. Yes, yes.
2: Um, So I guess just to get things started, do you want to just talk to us a little bit about yourself, your book, how you got to be kind of this expert in this (laughs) field?
0: Okay, so I I I was born and raised in New York City. And I am what is known as Bronx Irish Catholic. Ooh, okay. We are a people unto ourselves. Yes. I was the firstborn, and it was pun intended, preordained that I go into ministry.
2: Of course. And <laughs>
0: so, in the early uh, years of my life, I was a member of the religious order of Jesuits. Ooh, here, wow. here in Southern California, they teach at Loyola Marymount University, yes. Loyola High School, um, and throughout the United States at different colleges, universities, high schools, and very rich, rewarding experience. I went on to become an ordained uh, priest. Uh, But I had entered when I was very young. And as time went on, my own theology, philosophy became more liberal and it was uh, just out of respect for myself and for ministry. It was, I, I needed to, to Resign and move on.
2: Is that a like a denomination of the Catholic, the Greater Catholic Church, or is yeah? It so the
0: Jesuits are simply a group of priests within oh. the umbrella of the Catholic Church. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. So you
0: have Jesuits, Franciscans, Dominicans.
1: Oh, okay, got it's, it. Yeah, yeah, got it.
0: Um, so when I resigned, uh, I did not anticipate that I would be involved in any kind of a ceremony ever again. And, and that was a, a sense of deep loss. Then a few years later, a very dear friend of mine got married, invited me to perform the ceremony, officiate the ceremony. But it was a non-church, non-religious ceremony. And the woman who owned the bridal salon, where she got her dress, um, was a Catholic. And when she heard about my background, spoke with me, and and reminded me that for someone who is not affiliated with a church, temple, synagogue, where where do you go? Yeah. And it was that woman, Millie, who is no longer in the wedding industry, but it was Millie who gently invited me to consider going back into the world of ceremony. Oh, So the weddings I now do are non-denominational, interfaith, cross-cultural. Cool. Yeah.
2: So we're at that point. You were just kind of like, well, if I'm not doing, if I'm not performing these Catholic ceremonies, I just there's no right.
0: It just didn't. It didn't even it, cross, it didn't cross my mind. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: So when you say you said interdenominational, sorry, what uh, were uh, you use? Uh, non-denominational, non-denominational, right. um, and then intercultural
0: and cross-cultural, oh, cross-cultural. Sorry. Yeah, and interfaith. And
1: yeah. essentially, that just means you're willing to perform for like anybody, at any time. Like I'm just I'm trying to understand I guess where the where the transition right happens. Here, does that right mean that your right. ceremonies are typically non-religious, or does it just mean that you're including right. everybody?
0: So, great question. Um, about oh, maybe upwards of sixty percent of the people who come to me do not want God mentioned in the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, which is fine for me. I okay. mean, I, I have no, it's, it's the couple ceremony. Right. Um, but then I have couples, for instance, one, one of the most moving ceremonies I did was the bride was, her family was Israeli Jewish, and the groom's family was Persian Muslim. Wow. Yeah, heavy duty.
2: I was just going to ask you if you've done any Jewish ceremonies. Yeah, oh, so. yeah, the wow.
0: subspecialty of mine. I, <laughs> well,
2: I might as well. It.
0: It's the New York in me. I just pump up the accent. <laughs> oh, uh, everybody is like, yes. <laughs> you remind me of my rabbi. Um, I love it. I love it. But, but for that couple, they waited 15 years for the families to come around. And so in that ceremony, we had, and they did not want like rabbi with Ayman, they, they, right, they wanted it to go, they, they came to me because they wanted me to be that that non-denominational mm-hmm. officiant. Mm-hmm. But we had a chuppah, mm. okay? And then to the side of the chuppah, we had the sofa table.
2: Oh, cool. So you're able to incorporate...
0: Right. And, and it's always important... For me, it's always important that we not have dueling deities. Right. So I was not trying to pretend to be a rabbi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I was... We, we wanted to have the iconic symbols of each tradition. And then within those iconic symbols, what one or two things one or two rituals could we do
2: mm-hmm.
0: that would be um, representative. representative of the of the faith but again not heavy duty religious yeah. so for instance of course the groom smashed the glass right okay for the, yeah. mm-hmm. for the jewish so side for the for for the persian ritual beautiful tradition of uh, at one point Bride and groom feed honey to each other.
1: Yeah, I've, I've taught that, that before. Yeah. yeah, and so
0: before they said their vows, I had them feed honey to each other, and then with the sweetness of honey on their lips, uh-huh. they offered uh-huh. their vows to each other. Yeah. That's
1: beautiful. You know?
0: I did,
2: yeah, well, um, one of my Mexico weddings, the bride was Persian, right. and uh, the officiant, actually, we were in this kind of rural area of Mexico, and mm-hmm. he went into the city the day before to source um a local honey to the region Uh, and got it in this like beautiful clay mm. pot that was like handmade in mexico so that and then that and then and then what they did is they dipped and fed it to i think her persian grandmother as well as like a acknowledgement to her anyways I love that. Right.
0: It's what I'm like. Right. Why don't people do that more? Well, okay. So th- this is speaking, And by the way, I also did a wedding in Mexico. Oh, all right. Awesome. I'll see you and raise you. Um, no. <laughs> all right. I love it. Um, where the bride, the bride's family was Mexican Catholic. Okay. The groom's family was Jewish from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Okay. And sadly, the bride's mother was battling cancer, mm-hmm. and they wanted to move the wedding up. And they decided to go back to the bride's family's uh, town, a remote town about an hour outside oh, of Mexico crazy. City. And there we had, uh, it, we, we were at a, at a resort that had been the villa for Cortez's mistress. Oh, it was 450 God. years old. Wow. I don't think anyone at the resort... Seriously, they certainly had never had a Jewish wedding. I'm
2: sure. Okay, I'm sure.
0: so again, we have a Huppa-like structure. Cool. Uh, the bride's uncle is a famous, or at that time, a famous Mexican actor who was in the classic Mexican movie, Like Water for Chocolate, and he sang Ave Maria.
2: <gasps> Whoa. What a moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But we had, you know, it it was, it was, it was again. But the point I want to make here with all of this is you don't want dueling deities. Mm -hmm. And I believe that a symbol only works as a symbol if you don't have to explain it. Mm. So it drives me nuts when people, people, when an officiant Mm -hmm. gives a PowerPoint presentation (laughs) and now as a symbol of their love for each other. Yeah. Megan and Emily will bungee jump, taking that great leap of <laughs> off the you know, I mean, it's like, okay, it's if you like need... like watching
2: The Bachelor. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. If you need to
0: explain it, then it it's no longer a symbol. Right. And so I'm always looking for what are those... Because if you look at the great ancient religions, they all share those very primary symbols of taste Mm. Of food, of wine, of sweetness, of light, of candles. It's universal.
2: Right. Like, you should get it.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. And so how do you weave it in, understanding that it is not a Jewish ceremony. It is not a Buddhist. It's not a Persian ceremony. And yet, we're honoring those traditions. I
2: like that. I like the word honoring. Yeah. Now, um, in that same vein, so you you come from a Catholic background. If you, I do a lot of Catholic wedding, well, Catholic air quotes <laughs> weddings, where maybe the bride or groom was raised Catholic, but right. they're really kind of just like non-practicing. Right. But there are some things like they do want God mentioned in right. their ceremony, but obviously they're not doing. Um, a mass in a church is that something that you're often like you're
0: you're right so so i mean i I will yeah not all of my weddings are as exotic as the two (laughs) weddings i just shared with you but yeah i mean i will get couples just as you said where there's the grandmother who goes to church every day and is upset that the grandson or the granddaughter is not getting married in a catholic wedding Right. And so she feels comforted by me being there Mm. because she knows it's not going to be an Elvis impersonator.
2: Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally. You know,
0: so that, um, you know, and again, it's not me pretending we're doing a Catholic wedding, but again, it's always that notion of honoring Family, honoring tradition, honoring the religious sensibilities of a family, and also honoring where you as a couple are in your own faith journey.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. And how many years have you been doing this?
0: More than I will admit to <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> Next question. You're
1: a pro. You're a pro. <laughs> So um, that being said, we were most interested in talking to you about a very specific book that you wrote mm-hmm. and all the genius that has come out of that, um, which is called How to Write Your Vows. So yes. do you want to tell us about that book? Why you wrote it? Like what, yeah. what inspired really? you? Because
2: yes. I, I have a guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you hear so, a lot of bad vows? Yeah, I was going
2: to say, I mean, you're, you've obviously been doing this many, many okay. years. I,
0: I have a few things to say about yeah. it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I well, I wrote imagine. the book because I wrote that particular book because so often in my work with a couple, they will ask me, Do you have suggestions?
1: Oh.
0: And eventually I decided, Well, let me just write the book.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure you've answered that question right. hundreds, or hundreds and hundreds of times. And I began
0: by, I, I first wrote an article on the Huffington Post.
1: Oh, on that's cool. How
0: to write your vows. And and um, if you go to my website, jprweddings.com, there's a page oh, where cool. you can get a link to that oh, cool. particular we'll, article. We,
2: we'll link the Huff Post in yep. our description, yep. too, for people. That'll be awesome.
0: So, I... I don't believe that there's a right way or a wrong way for writing your vows. Uh, but there are different, oh, there's so much I want to say. <laughs> I need to put my TED Talk together. I love it. <laughs> a lot of the times people will say to me, we want to write our vows. And they will sit at the table that we're sitting at right here. Mm-hmm. And then as the weeks and months go by, they start to hyperventilate. Is it a vow is it not a vow
2: yeah there's pressure too
0: yes because hopefully there there are so many feelings in your heart right and there's that self-imposed pressure of i have to tell you everything Mm -hmm. that's in my heart
1: i definitely would It's like, this is the moment where I would say all the things. I can't wait until 10 years later when I think of it. (laughs)
2: Right. And not only to say everything, but to say it so well. Eloquently. Yeah. But here's
0: the thing. You cannot say it all. Right. And as I tell couples, all you're offering, all you can offer is an echo of what's in your heart. You know? Mm-hmm. And I i think there are, if you want to write your own vows, I think there are two ways to go. There are some couples who will, we're writing our own vows. We don't need anything from the traditional vows. We're not going to repeat anything. We don't need you to ask the I do, I do question. We got it. All right. But then the second way is a hybrid, where rather than thinking that you're writing a vow-vow, what you do is you begin the vow segment by taking a moment to speak from your heart to your partner, and you're offering words of love, gratitude, and appreciation. And then, with a nod to tradition, you would repeat after me a traditional vow.
1: I feel like that's more common these days, at least the weddings I shoot. I feel like it's a little bit of a hybrid.
0: Good. I hope so. Yeah. I Uh, hear
1: people saying what they would like to say and then, you know, moving on. I feel
2: like I hear people saying like they're trying to write vows, (laughs) but they're not totally. They're more what you described, but it's like a mix. So it's like they, they think they're saying vows. Right. Because it's phrased in a, I promise right. to, I will. Right. but it's not really a really. vow. No. No. <laughs> right. So
0: let me quickly <laughs> me say, loud. all right, because I have a twisted New York City sense of humor, which sometimes can get me into trouble, <laughs> let me vaccinate myself at this point in the podcast and say that it is a tremendous honor to stand before a couple yes. and bear witness mm-hmm. yes. as they offer whatever words they are offering. And I can tell you, I have never heard, quote, cheesy vows. Aww. I have never rolled That's my cool. eyes and thought, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> all right. However, just because of who people are, I have heard vows that are, let's say, more eloquent mm,
2: yeah. than For sure. others. For sure. For sure. We and, all have. And, mm-hmm.
0: and 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 and. But to your point, Emily, of of listening to vows that sound like vows, but if you were going to diagram them, they're not really vows. They're more promises. Now, here's where I may be channeling my mother, all right? <laughs> yes. In the sense that there's a great deal of sweetness when you say, I promise to, you know, give you a foot massage every night. I promise to, you know...
2: Um, let you watch football on Sunday exactly yes.
0: that, that whole thing <laughs> all of that is sweet totally. but but the, the thing about the vows what is so moving it is this tremendous breathtaking leap of faith and act of generosity mm. because no one no one knows what they're really vowing? They do not. In the moment that they're vowing. Nope.
1: That's very that's Emily a good and I point. have talked about that. Yeah. No one knows
0: what you're getting into. You just don't. No.
2: no.
0: you don't.
1: And you can be so sincere. Yes. Oh and yes.
0: You really mean it, oh but yes. You just and don't. and so your your vow is to the person standing in front of you, and your vow is to the person who will be before you ten years from now. Mm-hmm. And those vows will be strong if 10 years from now you are in some way, shape, or form a different person. Ooh. It's really the vow mm-hmm. of we will grow together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I will tell you that I cannot, I, I don't save the vows. Part of me would love to like have a collection of vows, but I want to honor and respect the privacy of a couple. 100%. Because it's so much. Not intimate. gonna
2: lie, when I first walked in here, I thought. Thought these were um, <laughs> all right. What Just so let people know we're, we're speaking in my dining room, yeah. <laughs> and
0: my dining room walls are covered with uh, framed menus,
2: which are beautiful. They're right. so beautiful. Thank I you. thought they were ceremony
0: programs. Right. Yeah, no.
2: And right. I was like, wow. Yeah. I, I love weddings, but I do I love weddings, but I
0: am not that. Yes, this is my home. All right. I, know. I was right.
2: like, wow. I don't think I realized how much you love that. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs>
0: but I will tell you that the most. Exquisite phrase that I ever heard, and it was uttered by a groom. And the phrase was, I promise that our love will make the world a better place. Goosebump?
2: Totally. (laughs) Totally. I love that. And you've heard a lot of vows so and that is
0: and that is because I do believe that a couple's love in ways known and unknown to them is a gift to the world
2: I agree with you 100% this kind of ties into we just recently had an interview with a um, psychologist Mm -hmm. and we were talking about marriage and relationships and how much of your childhood impacts your ability to what he called have mature love but the way I heard it was deal with conflict, deal with relationships, I mean whether it's your spouse or just a person on the street and it's incredible to see how the dynamic of parents can affect future generations and that can be incredibly negative or incredibly positive. Well,
0: OK. So not to take us down the side path, but I'm just going to make an aside. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> my other, so, my, so I believe that also it that that how we were socialized to use language, how we were socialized to communicate. And the original place of socialization was family. Mm-hmm. that how how we were socialized to communicate impacts how we communicate today and and it's it's really the quality of your relationship is based on the quality of the communication oh yeah and my other book <laughs>
2: yes. which is I love it. all
0: right how to plan your wedding and stay sane 25 nice. Tips for Staying sane While Planning Your Wedding. I should remember the title a little better, but it's on Amazon. <laughs> we'll link it. Um, we'll link it. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's basically how do you identify and overcome the rituals that become the air you breathe, but now that you're with this partner, mm. they have their rituals and the air they breathed when they were living with their families. Right. And it's how do you create... Yeah. New rituals, but be that as it may. Getting back to the vow part, so, yes. um, I, I, okay. Let me let me cut to the chase and say, for anyone listening, if you are, if you are in the throes of planning for your wedding, mm-hmm. in terms of the vows, the single most important thing is, here we go. They must be written out.
2: Interesting.
0: They must be written out. Now I say this to people. And they'll sit at this table, and they'll, oh, well of, co- well, of course, JP. Okay. <laughs> then I arrive for the wedding, and I always arrive a full hour ahead of time. And, and I, you know, I'll say to the, typically to the bride, you know, you've got your v-. Oh, yeah, and it's just beautiful, right? Yeah. And then the groom, I'll say, hey, bro, you got your vows? And occasionally the groom will look at me, and he'll point to his head, and oh, he'll gosh. say, oh, it's all up here. I'm going to wing it. I'm going to wing it. No problem. I I got it up here. And I'm thinking, there is nothing in your head. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. I don't care if you are a nuclear physicist. There is nothing. (laughs) In this moment, in this hour before your wedding, there is nothing there. You will not even recognize the bride. (laughs) Oh. you need to wear name tags and you're laughing because you know it's oh. true oh
2: yeah I've had brides tell me they're like I'm really good on my feet
0: oh um, okay, okay and I, you know what I always right. say I yeah. was
2: like oh so how many weddings how many wedding ceremonies have you done is this Fair. your fourth marriage right. and they're like Fair. no and I'm all then you, then you don't know yeah. well, you don't no. know if you're good on your feet No,
0: well I can tell you they're, they're not, no one is good on, I mean I coach executives in how to present uh-huh. okay so I it's it, it's and a vow is just executives. this weird <laughs> yes this is this weird experience and, and I can I mean, tell you that I mean last year I had a sweet young man who claimed that it was in the head and I introduced the vow segment and I turned to the groom oh no. and he oh no he like stares at the bride oh no and then his mouth starts to open and then mm-hmm. he starts to double over so I don't know epileptic fit
1: oh wait for s- real
0: stroke well no well, <laughs> oh, okay. but you don't but I you know. Like <laughs> don't know because clearly the, the body is contorting right, in right. a very weird non-romantic fashion <laughs> oh, and no. it's like is there a doctor in the house right. okay and he's now clutching his bride's hand in a way that cannot feel good right okay and finally he says you have beautiful eyes
1: Oh, oh no, JP! No. Yes.
0: Okay. Then he proceeded to do an eye exam, basically. I love your eyes. <laughs> no,
1: okay. I love they looking sparkle. into your
0: eyes, and it's like, okay, everybody's laughing. I'm thinking, okay, dude. Wait, people what... were laughing. Well, people were, la- you know, I mean, because there was the sweetness of it. Right. It's okay. a very okay. sweet, sweet moment. Right. But at some point, it's can we move beyond the eyes? Right. <laughs> and we never moved beyond <gasps> the eyes.
2: No. See, and that's what I'm saying, like that's not really a vow. No, that's... it's an eye
0: exam. <laughs> it's a fetish. It's a sweet. I'm marrying you because I'm obsessed about your eyes. Oh my gosh. That's okay. Now, so funny. that was a case where the couple said to me, No, 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 we're gonna write around vows. We don't need traditional. Right. And by the time they were done with their personal vows, I again just channeled my mother and I thought, okay. Love you, Mm -hmm. but you sweet dopes. All right. I don't know what you just said, but it was not, I cannot allow you to go through life without saying, (laughs) so then, and they were so out of it. Oh. They didn't even know that I was having them repeat a traditional vow.
2: Oh, perfect.
0: I mean, we had to, We had oh to do something gosh. more.
1: You save <laughs> the date. I was literally going to be like, what did you do? Well,
2: and regardless okay. how they felt in the moment, I mean, at least for the family who were there, right? Like <laughs> oh, they could the walk because, because oh, the mother. Oh, the mother. The
0: bride's the family's mo- probably
1: like, what the heck? No, right? I know. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so now let me give equal time to the bride. Oh. Okay, not that particular bride, okay. but let me tell you that uh, not so long ago... Did the ceremony and the groom did have his vows written out okay and they were you know very warm and funny and eloquent and it was a vow okay all right we, we moved beyond the foot rope <laughs> yeah. now I noticed that the bride was clutching a crumpled up sheet of paper and I Uh-oh. thought wow I did not think she was would be this nervous right okay and now it's time for her to give her vows and the first thing I noticed is that she did not uncrumple the crumpled paper. And she starts by saying, I, first of all, I want to thank you for taking such good care of our dog. Okay. Now, call me old-fashioned. Call me a traditionalist. They call me a romantic. Right. All right. I did not have a pet growing up. I lived in an apartment, okay, yeah. whatever. For me. Um, So it's kind of cute. It was not what I was expecting. Sure, not, yeah. And then she just talks about the dog.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: Okay. (laughs) And then the line that took my breath away. And you have to understand, it takes a lot to throw me off balance. I was going to
1: say, you've heard a lot. Okay.
0: (laughs) This line was just, it's like, and I did not see it coming. And she says, and I just want you to know that... It, it it makes me feel so good that even though I don't love our dog anymore, that you still do. What? I thought, oh so TMI. <laughs> I do not need to know this. And what does this have to do with spending the rest of your life with this man? So again it became more of a of a team meeting at right, Petco.
2: Right. <laughs> oh wow.
0: Now that couple Team meeting at Petco. <laughs> that it's was so great true. You'd stand one. there in the store and have this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just, and it's like, but what about him? What about right. this man? Right. Does he do anything other than love your dog? Right.
2: I mean, hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe mean, he, that's
0: all right. what he. And does. this is, but see, this is where what we're talking about with okay. the, the cuteness, the right. promises, but a vow.
2: Does your book define? The difference yes so well my,
0: my, my okay so my book is more inspirational than like clinical step one, and step-by-step step, step. Oh, I, got I it. will though uh, tell the folks listening that I said that there is no template but maybe there is a template yeah. all right in that what I find works for your personal vows is to begin with a memory Begin with a moment where you looked at your partner and suddenly realized, I want to go through life with you. Mm. I love that. I, I, this, th- there's something here. Mm-hmm. It's that moment, that memory. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like going through, well, I guess nowadays your Instagram account and looking, flipping through, <laughs> scrolling through the photos and say, there, yeah, there, that is a moment. And then flowing from that moment, which captures so much of your history, Mm -hmm. what is it that you're grateful for? Mm. And there, it can be the silly, sweet stuff of the everyday life, but also the the, the deeper stuff that you're grateful for, Mm -hmm. of how they helped you through a family crisis, or how they helped you become who you are today. And based then, flowing from the memory, which flows into the gratitude, what is it that you are prepared to vow
2: Mm -hmm. i love that
0: and that's so simple yes
2: up like that and i think that's i where most people get hung up on i mean it's with writing anything right Right. you just have to get something out right or else it's that daunting staring at a blank page and it's like i have no idea where to start but i think breaking it up in those parts it's like oh that's doable like yeah. that's really easy right.
0: and you know so emily you spoke of another key issue which is when we want to get something done perfectly mm-hmm. and it means the world to us we can paralyze ourselves
2: oh, 100% percent mm-hmm.
0: and we keep procrastinating and that's why I think if a survey was taken, mo- the overwhelming majority of vows are written at midnight. Oh, yeah. The night before.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: No, no. Um, or the morning of. Or the morning or of. an <laughs> hour before the ceremony. Before. Oh, stop, no, <laughs> yes.
1: I just Hold photographed on. a wedding where I was shooting the groom writing his vows before the ceremony. Oh,
2: I see that right. all the time. Right,
0: right. And again, that's why I do advocate the hybrid.
2: Yeah, Yeah, because then it kind of takes some of that pressure off. It does,
0: because it doesn't doesn't matter how silly or whatever it is you're saying, because you are sealing Mm -hmm. your words with the... You know, traditional vows are traditional for a reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just listen to the words. I, Jack, take you, Jill, to be my wife. I promise to be true to you in good times and in bad in sickness and in health, I will love you and honor you all the days of my life. What a profound statement.
2: It really is. It's like, how do you top that?
0: <laughs> but and but what does it mean? True. Only living your life. Will those vows take on true understanding? Yeah. And meaning. Yeah. Um so yeah
2: i I'm curious because it seems to me when you mentioned earlier you said there's kind of two methods you can do the traditional repeat after me, mm-hmm. like what you just gave a great example of. Mm-hmm. and then there's the um repeat after me combo hybrid, hybrid right sorry. <clears throat> it seemed to me that you favored that one.
0: I do now I, I will not i more. will I will keep my my opinion to myself when i'm meeting with a couple
2: oh interesting
0: until i get a sense of what it is they want
2: okay and then if they're kind of open on the fence open you're like oh this is yeah because sometimes like
0: one will want traditional the other will want oh i didn't think of
2: that as an option
0: (laughs) and so it's like well hey why don't you get married and we'll merge your yeah. your desires I love into it. a hybrid?
2: Now, if a couple comes to you and they're like, maybe they didn't even know that was an option. Maybe they kind of have always just seen the repeat after me type concept in a, in the movies, but they're kind of intrigued. And do you offer to kind of guide them in the vow writing process as part right. of your service as a officiant, or is it right. kind of like well, that's a great, on your That's own. A great. That's a great <laughs> question. I. I've never involved in this yeah, part as a wedding right. planner so I so, genuinely don't know.
0: Well, I'll be shameless and plug myself and say that I also will coach people in how to give a toast. Oh.
1: And I will help
0: people write a toast.
1: Definitely could have used you a couple Wait, years ago.
0: That's huge. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that's a whole know. other that's a whole other podcast, yeah, That's yeah, a whole yeah, other for topic. sure. For sure. There, I have no problem. If I'm coaching someone in how to write the toast, mm-hmm. and oftentimes it's like, okay, you give me your first draft, and then I'll polish it up, and we'll continue yeah, that. Yeah, that's a
2: little bit more on your academic side of the uh, job, Well, right? it's
0: it, because a toast is less intimate.
2: True. True.
0: You, you know, what I mean, a, a toast is.
2: Oh, I warm, get what you're getting at. It's like I'm not going to coach you how to write. Your feelings.
0: Right.
1: Okay. I, so,
0: see, but for the vows... Well, and also a vow it's so, is also
1: different than a toast. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah like, I think,
1: yeah, yeah, he right. wouldn't feel comfortable it, telling someone to It's so a vow. intimate,
0: and, and I I have to be very careful that... I, I'm very happy to... Often, Sometimes couples will say, well, could you take a look at our vows to make sure that in terms of tone, in terms of...
2: Oh, length sure. Length. Yeah. We're similar. Yeah, I've, I've had couples send me their vows. Okay, And ask yeah. me the same thing. And yeah.
0: I will do that. Where I want to have to be very careful is the the communications coach, the, the speaking coach. Yeah. I had to pull that back because there's a part of me that, well, well you know, how about this phrase? Or, well, we could, hmm. uh, you know. So yeah. I don't want to tinker with someone's vows. I guess that makes sense. I really have to honor the sacredness of their word. Now, this does, though, bring us into another interesting arena, which is on a rare occasion, I have had a couple say, I'm going to be too nervous to read my vows. Mm -hmm. Could you read them for me?
1: Oh, wow. (laughs)
0: thank you or it's it's yes and it's i i it's
2: that's shocking to me
0: thank you because (laughs) i'm so uncomfortable doing that yeah yeah because it would be me then saying it it would be like emily if your if your if your husband had said to me i i I just can't do this can you read i would be saying emily you mean the world. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, and there's, your, there's this other man standing there listening to me yeah. uttering these passionate words. It's like, oh, this is just too creepy.
2: It's creepy for everyone. Yeah. Everyone involved. Well, I, I,
0: thank you. Uh, because I recently did a wedding. It was very strange that the bride and, so the bride and groom did the hybrid. The groom was fully prepared to read his personal sentiments. But the morning of the wedding, he wrote a poem to the bride, Whoa. and he said to me, I'm not going to be able to read the poem. Could you read it for me?
2: Huh? Wait, the poem as his vows? No. Or in addition? In addition. Oh, okay.
0: And I'm thinking, well, That's a if you can different. read
2: yeah. your personal
0: words, why can't you read the poem? Right. So then, I, and then it's like, where do we put this poem? Because we had two other readings, and it's like, uh-huh. all right, where what are we doing with this? And the poem was, it was very sweet. It was a bit in the direction of Hallmark. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this man was not a, a poet by, by trade. I
2: was right. going to say, that's yeah, no, hard. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. And, and it, was very, it was very lovely, if it had come from him. Right. So... We used it as a prelude to the vows, oh, sweet. and I said to the, I said Liz, we have a surprise for you. At which point, you know, she had a mini heart attack, and it mm-hmm. was you know, the groom, you know, has, has written this, and he has asked me, and I said, the 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 voice is mine, the heart is Jack's, and then I read the poem, but the poem was. Megan, when I wake up in the morning and I look at you, I oh, think weird. how beautiful <laughs> and how lucky a man I am. And it's just like, oh, this is so weird. <laughs> all right. And then it was just, it, no, I don't wake up in the morning and look at you and right. think how beautiful life is. <laughs> well, and you know
2: what I'm thinking of is their wedding video now if they have a wedding video, yes they do now they're gonna if they watch that back the memory is of their officiant well and the, the
0: videographer is a wonderful videographer a woman i've uh, collaborated with on a number of weddings and when i gave her the heads up and she said oh she said, no offense, but that's so disappointing.
2: Yeah. I know, right. Be- because
0: the poem could have served as a voiceover.
2: Oh, it could have yes. been amazing. But you can't,
0: you can't have me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's... It's it's. It's
2: like you just can't even use it. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. Well, so, oh, when, oh, sorry. Sorry,
1: and I was just going to say, when that person asked you to read their actual vows, did you decline? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I, 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 I moved them in in another direction.
2: Okay. That's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, now, I mean, so here's, the, let's talk about different, can we talk about different options for what, what do we that. do yes. with these personal words? So yeah. for instance, as you know, um, some couples will write a letter to each other and they'll send that, you know, they'll have that oh, yeah. letter delivered the morning of. Right, right. And so before the ceremony, they're reading a very personal, intimate letter. Mm-hmm. And then for the vows, they may do simply traditional, mm-hmm. but they've had that moment. The other thing is, uh, I'm sure you've seen the wine box ritual.
2: Oh, yeah. I
0: like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. I, I do it a little differently than what you'd find on Pinterest, because the original version is you put the wine into the box, and then you nail it shut. Right. And you open it when you have your first fight. Well, my th- uh, being from New York, my thought is, my God, your first fight will be in 72 hours <laughs> when you're saying, why did you invite your uncle when you knew he was a drunk to begin with? Right? Mm. And you're going to throw the box against the wall, and that's how the bottle is going to be opened. So, I, I thought it was the first
1: anniversary. Yeah, that's what my well, okay, Well, Well, originally,
0: in its oh. original context, you nail it and you go first argument. Then it might have morphed into the first anniversary, which is what
2: I... Is that what you do? What I do. Okay. But, and
0: I would say to people, if you don't want to say aloud your personal vows, why not write a letter and tuck it into the box with the bottle of wine? Oh,
2: that's sweet. And like then
0: that. you have that for your anniversary.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what a cool way to see what your heart was feeling
0: exactly. a year earlier. Exactly.
2: Oh, I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. So that would be another so another way. That's a way.
2: suggestion for couples who express to you they're too afraid to do personal vows on the wedding day. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay. Okay. okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I just did something interesting with a couple where they wanted they wanted the hybrid, mm. but this couple wanted me to read their sentiments to each other out loud. So I was supposed to read the grooms to the bride, the brides to the grooms. And it's like, I, I just I can't, this is yeah. just so yeah, weird. Funny. Now, in my book, there is a section where I offer 25 desperately romantic quotes
2: oh, to
0: inspire okay. the writing of your vows. But oh. after each quote... I give a series of questions. So, for instance... Um, like a prompt? Yes. And, 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 and like uh, uh, the philosopher Nietzsche said that, in its essence, marriage is one long, grand conversation. Uh, and yeah. it, it's the okay. question would be something like, what do you enjoy talking to your partner about? How have your conversations helped you become who you are so it's it's the quote with the with the prompt
1: this is so helpful yeah i love that oh yeah. great oh yeah. good
0: thank you <laughs> all
2: right well, i think it goes back to what we were saying before right. Right. when you're taking it so seriously it's kind of like that well i right. don't even know where to start
0: right this i think the quotes i love quotes myself i'm a big quote guy Me too. and i think the quotes can serve as a springboard so totally. what this couple did was they each chose i think Three, I think it was like four or five quotes, and then they wrote out their sentiments. And I said, "How about this?" I said, "How about, how about I tell you what quotes the other person shared, so that you." It's, it's, and they decided that they wouldn't read what they wrote until their first anniversary.
2: Oh, sweet. But we,
0: what the, what we did was a compromise where as you prepare for the gift to each other with your vows, know that these are the sentiments that are in the your other heart. person's heart. Oh. And then I read the quotes. And it was fascinating because they only had one quote that they both shared.
2: Oh, mm. interesting.
0: So they each picked then four different, essentially four different quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, 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 I had never done it before. It was easier to do that because I'm saying the quote.
2: Right, because the words are not even originally theirs. Exactly, right? the words are someone else's. Exactly, as they just resonated.
0: And with. but what that inspired? But what has what inspired from those quotes? They'll read that a year from now.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like
0: that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So all of this is to say that when you're looking at the vows, there are there are many options.
2: Oh yeah, more than I think I realized even realized Yeah. I don't think I've ever... Maybe I, I did, but I, I haven't heard it explained the way you did. The hybrid. Yeah. I think I've maybe seen it played out a little differently. And mm-hmm. so I like the way you described it. um Are there any... I know you, you mentioned the one, like, write it down. That's the big one. <laughs> but are there any other... I guess sometimes it's helpful, I think, for couples to more know not what... Or what not to do versus, you know, just one more thing to do. Are there any things that just in your vast experience that you can be like, oh, yeah, just don't do this?
0: Okay. Well, let, let me just repeat again. You must write your vows down. All right, I, I cannot say that enough times. All right, let me just yeah. indulge me. All right. I love it. The, oh,
2: oh, wait, sidebar. Yes. What do you think about people reading from their phones? Oh, that's a good this is just okay. purely personal. Yeah. It's just something okay. I've noticed more and more.
0: Yeah. No Look, judgment. I have everything in my office begins with the letter I. All right? Okay. I... I I just walk through the Apple store. I treat it like a museum, okay? <laughs> I love my technology. I don't find whipping out a phone to be very romantic. Me neither. Because when you turn it in for a new model, are you also going to turn your your partner in for a new model. I mean, oh, it's like the these way. vows are good until the lease expires on <laughs> right, my phone. Right. Yeah? But actually, that goes to the point of what I was going to make, which oh. is if you want to put it in the context of I, I had a bride who she was in this beautiful designer gown and i see her before the ceremony and i said do you have you know because uh, i always get the bride's vows and keep them in my jacket pocket love that okay so i asked her her vow all right she's in a you know vera wang oh gosh you know fresh off the runway mm-hmm. dress at a beautiful venue and she hands me her vows, and they are written on the back of a fax she had gotten at work the day before.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to say one of those yellow legal
0: pads. Uh, that, that would be better. That's hilarious. Because yes. I've seen that, and I'm like, oh, yes. oh God. No. Yeah. No. No. It's, it's I, again, I feel like I'm channeling my mother. But it's like. No. I it's this. It. It's this, you have all of it, you, you cried over linens. Right. And you're now whipping out. That's true. <laughs> such a, such a Yes, yes So I really like, that's I funny. like the books, the little, oh. the little, I mean, those you great. know, you go on Amazon, it's the his and her books, or the right. his and his, or the her and hers. It, it's, it's, I like those. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, what a great keepsake.
0: Oh, I always say you keep this, and then when yeah. you get into an argument, you just slap that book down and say, "Page <laughs> three, all right. That's what funny. did you say?" That's
2: hilarious. All right, I, I was will say though, along lines of passing down to your grandchildren.
0: Uh, <laughs> my, but what you haven't asked me is what is the most unusual oh. thing that someone wrote their vows on?
2: Okay, now we'll try Okay.
0: I have to all know. right. So this is one of my all-time favorites. Where I arrive, I see the groom. He's with the bros, okay, whatever. It's like, so you got the vows. And it's the classic line of, oh, I, I, you know, I, I can speak from the heart. And I'm thinking, first of all, you ask that there be no mention of God. So God is not going to inspire you. <laughs> okay there's no god there's no god around here who's going to inspire the vows so where is the inspiration going to come from
2: oh that's so real i love
0: that okay it's like i don't have a problem that you know when they got but you're now telling me you're going to be inspired from whom? where okay you are drinking with your groomsmen yeah
1: the whiskey's gonna inspire.
0: okay my god All right. i said no, it has to be written now right i said i, I, said, I whisked him away sat him down i said here just take a moment, collect your thoughts. I love it. Write it down. Okay.
2: Hands on efficient. No, oh, I was <laughs> like, okay.
0: So, and I'm not always that way, but this time it was like, oh, please. All right. So, uh, you know, like 30 minutes later, whatever, I check in. It's like, yeah, thumbs up. Got those vows written. I said, oh, you're good. like, okay. All right. I believe in God. Thank yeah. God. Okay. So now, ceremony, introduce the vows. I turn to the groom. Now, oh, I, I should back up and say, I'm summer crazy. day, it's hot, okay, Uh-oh. it's hot, uh, he's nervous, and a couple of times in the ceremony, he had whipped out his uh, pocket square and dabbed his forehead.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm yes. sorry, I'm sorry.
0: You know where this is going.
1: <laughs> he
2: wrote it on his pocket square?
0: Yes, and he dabbed his forehead. No, no. The forehead is now black.
1: No. How do you?
2: Read? What kind of pen would write on a pocket square? A sharpie?
0: Yeah, like a felt. Like a felt tip. tip oh tip gosh. Thing. Okay. And so he goes to read, and it's very dramatic. He rips out the pocket square. Oh no! Oh no! And it's all there's nothing there because it's all on his forehead, but not no. in the brain.
1: Oh <laughs> my god.
0: That is that is my favorite classic moment.
1: Oh, what that's happened? Great. Did he say? Oh, then we nice? do
0: the love the babe. <laughs> love you babe. <laughs> babe, I love you. Love you, me, yes, forever. Love you babe. Okay,
2: the irony in that is he literally just wrote them down what yes. like an hour ago. So it's not even like he wrote it a month ago and no, actually right. forgot. Oh, yeah. oh my god. No.
0: No. And of course the bride, you know, has the scroll that drops to, you know, and furls to the <laughs> ground.
2: Do you see that? I see that a lot. Like, really? Bride, I have
1: never shot a wedding where that has happened. Well,
2: not, a, not a literal scroll, but, but like they have five pages. Yeah. And like the groom has a three by five index card. Yes. And, yes. and it's like, it, like literally it's so obvious. Guests are laughing. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see
1: that a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I also <laughs> love the, 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 like The bride will say when we first met at five. Oh, Forty three on Saturday. And you
2: were wearing that. And you were wearing sweater. and I was yeah. wearing and the
0: waiter was wearing. Okay. And then the groom says, You know, when we first met four or five years ago, it's like, whoa. Can we just pause for a moment? Could yeah. you get your calendar out? Could we just find out? Is it at four least, at or at least is how it- long you've been together? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I I would argue that's kind of a general fundamental difference between men and women.
0: Yeah, oh there is the gender divide in yeah. in the approach to Yeah. ceremony and ritual. Yeah. I mean,
2: if we're sharing stories here, I I feel like the best vows I ever heard from a groom were a couple. Well, the bride's were phenomenal as well, but his just I I was floored. They were both writers. Yeah. And she was a novelist and Mm. of, like, I think a popular, like, teen book series. I can't quite remember what it was called. But he was a writer, but I think it was more um, from a marketing, uh, advertising background. Mm. And I, I mean, you could hear a pin drop, and it was an outdoor ceremony, just such well written vows and everyone was just talking about it. And they were like, well, yeah, that's what happens when you get two writers in a room, like no one can compete with that. Um, But I've also heard vows that are really short from grooms that are, you know, they're not using big words. They're not very specific, (laughs) but you can tell they're from the heart and they're short. And, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's,
0: And that's why, you know, I, I think people feel that pressure of I'm not a writer, but before I get married I had to become a writer.
1: Yes. Exactly. And
0: it's and it has to you, be perfect. You, so. you don't have to be a writer. Because when we we remember vows that were eloquent, however the the sentiments that were not as eloquently stated by people, that that you can stand before someone Mm -hmm. and search for the words to say, I want to go through life with you. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh.
2: Yeah. Wow. And it's not fancy. No. It's just that.
0: No, because it's, as we said before, it's for all of those eloquent words they do not understand with any more depth <laughs> yeah, that's what so anybody else does in terms of you are entering into the mystery of life and love. You are entering into a mystery. Mm-hmm. And we all are there to cheer you on.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. Aww. I think that's like a great thing I was going to gonna
1: <laughs> say that too. Like that was, was there anything else that you didn't want to, or that you didn't share that you would like to share? Stuff about your book.
0: Well, there, I'm sure there's, there's so much more. But I, I this has been a delightful conversation. Aww. I My books are in the Amazon store. If you plug in J.P. Reynolds, okay, we'll um, link to that the, the, minute, the uh, uh, author page, you'll find three cool. books. I also wrote a book for the guest officiant, friend or relative. Um, oh. It's how to officiate a non-denominational wedding ceremony. I take them through the entire process. I love that. I also coach People and how to officiate a ceremony.
2: I love that. I'll help you with the. Okay, that kind of brings one last question, (laughs) if I'm allowed. So I get asked a lot, being the planner. Oftentimes, people come to me, especially if it's non-denominational. It's like, hey, can you help us? Like, we're not getting married in a church. We're not getting married in the synagogue or whatever. Do Do you have anyone that you can refer to us, or is it better to have a friend? And I feel like, I, I mean, you're delightful, and I've loved getting a chance to talk to you. I've had some really poor officiant um, experiences. I had a gal... Um, I didn't hire her. Obviously, the the clients hired her, but she showed up in an all white dress. And no. Then, oh yeah. And I thought it was a joke. I straight up thought it was a joke. I looked at her and I was like, I'm "Sorry, you're gonna have to leave." <laughs> and I, you know, and I've had people who they felt almost like wanna be actors, kind of like they have this one monologue, and it's the one monologue they do for every wedding, and the cheese factors kind of high, and it just doesn't feel personal to be honest it just feels like this is their shtick and this is what they do for every couple and a lot of times I don't get a huge say in it it's just whoever shows up and then I've had some weddings where you know it's the uncle of the bride and he they had a special relationship and he was like her second dad growing up and so she he can bring a lot of that personality to the ceremony and I I feel like because of those experiences I'm often telling people like if you don't have like if you weren't raised in a church and you have like a pastor or a rabbi or someone that you would want like let's look at your family let's look at like let's look at those options um but on the flip side I've had some well-meaning family members they're sweet, nice people, but they just, they're not public speakers. They don't, they have tangents. they I mean, I would be terrible because I would just lose my train of thought and be all over the place. <laughs> so uh, talking to you, I'm like, man, I'm feeling really swayed because now I'm like, man, if you had someone like JP, it sounds like they, he could really walk you through your ceremony and give you a sense of confidence that this is, do you, I don't know. I guess there's not really a question in that, but.
0: Well, I'll answer the non-question. Thank you. Because <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I like, do. So how here's do you the do thing. Do what you do. Well, here's the thing. Um, what's the thing, JP? The thing is, <laughs> love alone will not give you a great ceremony. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Amen.
0: Okay. A ceremony is the and and uh, I'll say this quickly because this is. If you ever invite me back, I'd be happy we'd focus on ceremony. We okay, can. we totally So, um, a ceremony is a very unique form of public presenting. Mm. And many people misunderstand its purpose and abuse it.
2: Mm.
0: So that you get the officiants who. And oftentimes, this is someone who is religious affiliated who decides this is a time to remind people that life is hard oh, and yeah. miserable and that you'll be lucky if you make it to your second wedding anniversary. Right. Okay. It's I've like, been just. Those. It, okay. And it's like, oh my God, I need a drink and I need to see a therapist afterwards. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. so real. It's the, it's the, I'm miserable and I'm going to make you miserable. Mm-hmm. And God will love us for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, oh, please. But then there is the. Uh, and then, as you said, there are the officiants who, let me tell you about me. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is about me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then, if you're looking at the friend or the relative, they, they, they have never had an experience with, with putting this unique experience together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a roast. Oh. It's not a toast. Yes. And the danger is that's if you have the uncle who is, well, for instance, next next year, my goddaughter, my goddaughter, Meredith, is getting married. I have known her since she was a baby. And I have to be very careful that it's not Meredith's wedding. I'm celebrating Meredith and Cole.
2: Yeah, that's something I see a lot, too. Where they only it's... They talk about the
0: one. They only talk about the one, and it's like, and... You know, you strike me as a nice person and,
2: yeah. and then I hope to get a-
0: to know you, all right? <laughs> so, anyway, I I do coach uh, 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 folks in how to put together the ceremony.
2: I love that. How do, well, how do you, I guess, cuz generally speaking, all your clients are not longtime family friends. Right. How do you make it personal? Do you do you have set meetings do you have questionnaires right. how do you well, do what you do
0: in right oh that's way? another great question <laughs> okay um we're heading down another uh
2: all right guys if you want to hear more you're gonna to have to stay tuned for part two with jp we're gonna talk all about your ceremony and how to pick an officiant ways to make it personal and so much more so we're excited for you guys to hear part two
1: And um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wedding Therapy Podcast. If you guys have any questions, if you need any advice or have any wedding crazy stories for us. Yeah, I feel like if
2: this episode inspired you, if you've heard some crazy vows, if you've seen a groom pull out something crazy with his vows written on it, that'd be a pretty funny story. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So you can send those to WeddingTherapyPodcasts at gmail.com.
2: Um, and we'll be sure to link all of J.P.'s books and his website um, along with any of his social media stuff in the description of this episode so you guys can check those out. Um, I, I also just thought this one of his books might be a great wedding gift. For, or not, mm, oh, sorry, yeah. not like a shower gift or engagement. Yeah, gift. yeah, yeah. So if you guys are kind of like, oh, this doesn't apply to me. I'm not getting married. Chances are you know someone who's getting married and this might be you. Their most valuable pre-wedding gift. Yeah,
1: great idea.
2: Awesome. All right, well, thanks.
1: See you guys later.
2: Bye.